This episode of Defining Diabetes is brought to you by Omnipod, the tubeless insulin pump, and Dexcom, makers of the Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor. Find out more at myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox and dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. Omnipod will even send you a free, no obligation demo. In this episode of Defining Diabetes, Jenny Smith and I will be defining rage bolus. Now, you know Jenny. She's in all the pro tip episodes and defining diabetes and ask Scott and Jenny. She's also a person who's been living with type 1 diabetes for over 30 years. Jenny holds a bachelor's degree in human nutrition and biology from the University of Wisconsin. She is a registered and licensed dietitian, a certified diabetes educator, and a certified trainer on most makes and models of insulin pumps and continuous glucose monitoring systems. Jenny's services are for hire. Check her out at integrateddiabetes.com. We're going to get started in just a moment, but before we do, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Please always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Do you have an absolutely spectacular endocrinologist, certified diabetes educator, diabetes nutritionist, you know, anybody who's helping you with type one, do you have one like that that you'd love to share with other people? Or are you looking for one that fits that description? Check out juiceboxdocs.com if you do. J-U-I-C-E-B-O-X-D-O-C-S. It's a place where I'm collecting an amazing list of fantastic support for people with type one diabetes. It's absolutely free. If you have somebody great to add, check it out. If you're looking for somebody, check it out. Rage bolus. Ooh, that's a good one. So I know that that's... Who a, hasn't rage bolus? I mean, everybody has, right? <laughs> Just like... At yeah. some point, you look at your blood sugar or someone else's blood sugar you're helping, and you're like, damn it, I just don't care. More, more, more. And it's always, and when you rage bolus, the idea is that you know you're putting in more than you need because oh, you're yeah. just trying to crush this situation and you're willing to live with a low later to stop what's going on right now. Is that how you think of it? Oh, yes. I mean, you know, a rage bolus is a, you know, even if it's mostly on a subconscious level, like you're not really acknowledging, but you're like, I'm just take five units right now because I'm so tired of this like high blood sugar. And I know five units is too much, like subconscious level. I probably only need the two units that my pump is recommending, but I just want this blood sugar down. And I'm not waiting six hours for it to happen. I'm going to do it now. It's going to work, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, I Jenny's not wrong. I've done it. She's done it. Uh, Everybody has done it. It's um actually interesting because I've uh, got a chance to wear a glucose monitor for a little bit. I think my body does it sometimes too. I, I it's very interesting when if I eat too much simple sugar, my body appears to push back harder with insulin than it does if 
what I've eaten is more um, balanced. Yeah. Oh, it's so fascinating. Uh, but but anyway, taking me out of it and keeping it with people who are using you know man made insulin. When you hear someone say I rage bolused, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about they had a high that they just couldn't do, so they hit it with more insulin than they knew it needed just to make it go away. Now there are great reasons why you could have a high stuck blood sugar, and I again think that if people listen through the pro tip episodes, they might not get into that situation as frequently. Um, right. I have to say that you know now for Arden, you know if I'm rage bolusing and now I'm making quotes, it's for like a blood sugar that's 180 that won't move. You, you know, right. like I, I, no lie, and, and I your don't, rage bolus is not like 10 units for that. No, it's a lot less because you're yeah. starting at a lower. Yes. A, a, a really crazy rage bolus for us at this point would be three units now. Uh, right. But back when her blood sugar was, you know, would go to 300 and sit there and I'd stare at it and be like, I don't know what's happening. Right. It was a lot more insulin then. I was just like more and more and more. And then, you know, suddenly you're like, oh, God, I got to catch it with food. Um, and it, it turns into a whole thing. But my reasoning for wanting to define it is because I think that people use the term when they use it like in community or online, it's it's fairly accepted that this is something that has to happen. And I do believe that once in a while you're going to need to do that. But if you're doing that constantly, again, that's a signal that something's wrong, you, you know, right. somewhere else. Um, and so absolutely, right? It's just kind of like your bump and nudge. Yeah. If you're doing it occasionally, that's the purpose. If it comes into use every single day, there's something that's not right. It's just not right. And you and you can do something about it. I did something very um, uncommon for me yesterday. I saw a person in a Facebook group that was not my Facebook group. And they said that they were getting low to the point of passing out every day of their life. And I just was like, I can't. I can't walk past this. I need to help you. No, I, I said, seriously, I, was like, I can't do this. So I, I jumped in. I said, look, I'm very sorry for sharing my content in here. I'm like, but this is diabetesprotip.com. You go listen to those episodes. This isn't going to happen to you anymore. And right. so um, I, I couldn't I couldn't leave. I just couldn't walk away from it. I actually felt like I saw a car accident and the car was on fire. And I thought I might die, but I got to try to get this person out of here because right. – on social media, sharing your own content in somebody else's place is a, lo a lot like risking your life because people can turn on you, uh, you know, but I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't walk away from it. So I feel the same way about rage bolusing. Um, mm -hmm. It's, it, it can really be dangerous to you. And so, absolutely, right. So the best way to, I know I say these stupid things, but the best way to not get, you know, to, to not have to rage bolus is to not get high, which is like, you now people are like, yeah. Thanks, idiot. I I know, but uh, but but <laughs> thanks. I'd like to not get high either. Yes. So. Wow. Do you have a don't get high episode, jerk? Uh, but <laughs> but turns out I do. So um, you know, yes. I, I don't want to see you in that situation where you're constantly rage bolsing. But you understand what it means now, and and that's the first step to enlightenment, which Correct. sounded way more high minded than I meant it to. <laughs> People also talk so much about rage bolusing, and I think that there's also the opposite of it, but there's no defined like, like term for it, like rage bolusing. It's not like rage carbing, like when you're affecting like a low blood sugar with this right. amount that you know is way too much. Like even in your low brain of like fuzziness, you're like, 
mm, yeah, if I eat the whole bag of taffy, that's probably going to make me be 300. But you know what? I'm so low right now. I'm just going to eat It doesn't matter. And that- It doesn't matter. And you'll get a little bonus definition here. Is that eat the kitchen? I, that would be a great, I mean, just eat that. That's right. Yes. Eat the kitchen is how I hear people talk about it. Like I felt like I could have eaten everything in the kitchen or yes. eat the refrigerator. Eat the fridge. Yeah, eat yeah. the fridge, right? There's other mm-hmm. ways to think about it. Um, it's interesting as you describe that, and I know you have to go, but um, I really just recognized how that's one of the separation points for me not having diabetes. Like there's, I have no context for that. I know what it looks like when I watch, but I don't know what it feels like when it's happening. You know, I can, I can describe what I see with my daughter, but I don't, I I imagine it's pretty frightening and, and, you know, and, and just, I don't know. You you imagine your blood sugar is real high. You've, you've been like that for hours. You're cloudy, you're moody, and you've got this, you've got this, device in your hand and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to give myself a lot of this right now and see what's going to be, you know, uh, right. uh, feels like a, feels like you're jumping off a cliff and you're like, I hear water down there. I can't see it. It's probably down there. And right. you know, here I go. Anyway, uh, it's, it, it's, it's really lovely to have somebody's, um, perspective who, who genuinely has, has been through it. So thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Friends, it's time to get yourself a free, no obligation demo of the Omnipod sent over to the house. Okay, let's talk about it. The Omnipod tubeless insulin pump, besides being absolutely spectacular, is the insulin pump that my daughter, who is about to turn 16, has been wearing every day since she was four years old. That's a long time. Every day Omnipod comes through exactly the way we expect it to and in a myriad of ways, by being unobtrusive, by being tubeless, by helping us with extended boluses, temp basal rates, and just being, what's the word I want really? Just, it's there, it's solid. You know what I mean? Like it does, it does what I think it's going to do when it's going to do it. I get what I expect. And what I expect is a quality insulin pump that gives me the delivery and the wearability for my daughter that we need. And that means that she can stay attached to her insulin when she's playing sports without it being obtrusive, while she's taking a shower, sleeping, running around in the backyard, jumping on a trampoline, riding a bike, swimming, all of the things that your body still needs insulin for. You know, when you hear people saying, oh, I disconnect for that, well, they don't have insulin during that time. And that's very likely going to cause a high blood sugar. Now, I understand that tube pumps need to be disconnected sometimes, but the Omnipod never needs to be disconnected. It's tubeless. It's wonderful. And you don't have to take my word for it, because Omnipod will be thrilled, happy, elated, delighted to send you a free no-obligation demo that you can try on yourself. Find out if what I just said is true. But you know it is. But still try myomnipod.com forward slash juice box check it out get the demo decide what you want to do if you want to keep going with omnipod it'll be easy and if you don't no harm no foul you were just trying that's why they call it no obligation now i have an obligation to tell you about the dexcom g6 continuous glucose monitor this obligation is both business oriented because they're advertisers and moral because i think everyone should know about the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. 
Here's why. I'm going to use an example from this morning. Arden wakes up. Her blood sugar is 106. I see it on her Dexcom. Nice and steady. I hear her moving around upstairs. No big deal. She's getting her face washed, getting dressed, getting ready to actually go out right now. All of a sudden, her blood sugar diagonal up starts moving up. 106 turns into 115, turns into 118, all of a sudden 125. Well, we bolus, right? We're trying to stop that rise before it happens. Arden's trying to go out. She's trying to do things. She needs to eat. She doesn't need to walk into this day 50, 60, 70, 80 points higher than she needs to. But imagine had she woken up and tested her blood sugar with a meter. Boom. She would have saw 106 and thought, hey, I'm doing great. And then she never would have seen anything that happened next. And then a half an hour, 40 minutes later, when she's sitting down to eat and tests again, you know, in a world without a CGM, who knows what she is, 225? Now suddenly the first meal is in jeopardy. It puts the rest of the day in question. You're looking at roller coastering up and down and up and down or skipping a meal. Instead, beep, beep, Arden's blood sugar hits 120. She gets a little insulin right back to where we need to be ready for that meal, ready for the day. That uniquely happened because Arden has a Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor. Now that's just one example. Imagine all of the other ways that technology can be used for you. Imagine that the way I found out about it wasn't because I was bugging Arden while she was getting dressed. It's because it popped up on my iPhone because the Dexcom G6 has share and follow. And that works on Android and iPhone. So Arden CGM told her app, her app, put it up in the cloud. It came back down on my phone. And just like that, we averted a high blood sugar, averted a problem at a meal, saved the day. Dexcom G6 is going to save more than one day for you. That's for certain. Find out how you can get a Dexcom at Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. There are links to Dexcom, Omnipod, and the other sponsors at juiceboxpodcast.com if you can't remember them. They're also right there in the show notes of your podcast player. You can click on them right there. Like, click, click, click with your finger. I very much appreciate when you support the sponsors because it supports the podcast. Whether it's Omnipod, Dexcom, the Contour Next One blood glucose meter, or Touched by Type 1, when you check out the links, you're telling those sponsors, I listened to the Juicebox podcast, I heard about you there. They keep sponsoring. You keep getting the podcast for free. Seems like a good deal. All right. A little bit of music and we're out of here. Do I have any announcements? There may be one. Hold tight. You can find the rest of the Defining Diabetes series as well as Ask Scott and Jenny and the Diabetes Pro Tip episodes at diabetesprotip.com. You can find them too at juiceboxpodcast.com. But, you know, Diabetes Pro Tip's pretty easy to understand. No S after the P. So just a P, no S, a P, a dot, and a com, diabetespro-tip.com. Also, if you have a great doctor or need one for type 1 diabetes, check out juiceboxdocs.com, D-O-C-S, juiceboxdocs.com, an ever-growing list of type 1 diabetes healthcare professionals that listeners of the podcast have recommended. Let me give you a couple of examples. For instance... Right there in Australia, Rachel Baker, RN and CDE, does some amazing work. How about up in Canada, Dr. Jeremy Gilbert over in Ontario? That's Toronto. You understand Toronto, Ontario, right? Like Canada does their places weird, I mean, compared to how we do it. 
How about Melissa Antonic in Fairfax, Virginia? Alfonso Armstead, Nashville, Tennessee. And many, and many, and many more. And people put in effort when they send in their doctors. They give real examples of why. For instance, someone wrote in that Elizabeth Harris in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, she said about Elizabeth, I've worked with Dr. Harris for close to a decade, and she's taken care of me through many different stages of my diabetes, from the disengaged teenager to the engaged but struggling young adult to well-controlled diabetes. It goes on and on. Check it out, juiceboxdocs.com. It's not a pay service. None of the doctors are paying me to be there. It's just me trying to take your good experiences and putting them in one place so somebody else can get the advantage of uh, what you've learned about your doctor. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, for sharing it, for rating it on iTunes, which they don't call iTunes anymore, Apple Podcasts. Um, I don't know. I just got a great review the other day, and it really made me happy, and I appreciate that you guys are enjoying the show. Thanks again. Keep sharing. June was the most downloaded month in the history of the podcast. Not only that, but, and I'm talking about June of 2020, June of 2020 was, for downloads, a hundred times greater than June of 2019. But listen to this, 525 times greater than June of 2018. So we're coming up on another big milestone for the podcast. I'm going to have to try to see what I can do to celebrate 2 million downloads. I don't have any ideas yet, but I'll figure something out. I appreciate you helping me get to those downloads by listening, by binging, by sharing. They're all amazing things that you guys do that support the show. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon.